Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford, and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it, and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Polly Harding, aka PJ, became one of New Zealand's most lovable broadcasters, working her way up at ZM after studying at the New Zealand Broadcasting School. PJ started doing the drive show with Jace Hawkins. The show gained a lot of traction. They're what we call radio soulmates and were snapped up by an Australian radio company to host a breakfast show on Kiss in Melbourne. Huge big deal. PJ is all about the holistic mindful life and she's managed to own who she is, making her extremely relatable and likeable. We are super lucky to have PJ share her story and inspiring advice on the Self Love Club podcast. PJ, Polly, welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. Hello, old friend. How are you? It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you. Coming in here, it was like so familiar and giving you a big hug. I just, I feel like I'm back with the family, you know? I know. We used to get to see you every day at ZDM and now we're across the ditch. So it's really nice to see a familiar face. I'm really proud of you guys, though. I'm really proud of you, actually. Don't be nice. I'll cry. I'm very tired at this point of the year, so I might cry. And this time of year. No, I've actually, so I never wanted to do breakfast radio. Because I was so scared of the hours, yeah. but I've actually really enjoyed it. That's good. Because I found it a challenge and it's different and it's something yeah. you have to be really strict on yourself and change your whole schedule. But yeah. when you do, it's actually really quite rewarding. Yeah. So how um, have you managed to do that? Because you, you'd worked sort of days and drive for a long time. So you're yep. used to those kinds of hours. Which were amazing. Oh, and I was like, I'm never they? leaving this. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it was, it was a combination of things, going to bed earlier. Um, I've always been a night owl. Um, I used to go to bed. Oh, like I'd pr- normally get to sleep at like midnight, midnight in the old days. So I normally try and be in bed between eight thirty and nine ish now. Um, and I try and aim to sleep by nine thirty, but it sometimes it pushes out a little mm. bit. Um, I've tried to regularly exercise because for me that's just my. Well, not escape, but it's just how I stay sane. Mm. Like I used to meditate, but I've I've just been really bad at that lately. I haven't really been good at keeping up with that. But exercise has been huge for me this year. Yeah, it can be hard to do everything, especially when you're, you know, like you're trying to do exercise and meditate, and it can feel like you know yeah. you've, got, you've got all these things, and you're like, and then you almost because you're not if you're not doing something, you get like mad. I don't yes, know, I and do you're so well. hard on yourself, and you even though you're doing a really great job, yeah. and I'm doing better than what I did last year in terms of exercise, I'm still hard on myself because I'm like, well, no, you should be doing that. And we need to stop doing that yeah. because... Because it's like you're meant to be doing these things to help yourself and then by doing that you're actually punishing yourself, which yes. is the whole reason to not... Yeah, oh, I know what you mean. I've, yeah. d- I've become a big fan of listening to my body mm. and just like what you need. Like if you freaking need to sleep, go sleep. If yeah. you're hungry, if you're craving something, do it and don't yeah. punish yourself. It's yeah. fine. 
and balance is good. Yeah. So, I don't know, yeah. So exercise is a big one for you. Mm-hmm. It's like, you you know, it's part of your, re- like, regular self-care practice. Yeah, and, I mean, again, like, I'm not always brilliant at it, but I know I feel way better when I do. Um, I ran a half marathon just recently. I saw that. Well done. Because I've so entered three in my life and I didn't complete the other two. Well, so, I never ended up doing them. So you just didn't, like, shop on the day? Nah, I ended up downgrading to a 10K. <laughs> oh, that's all right. It's still pretty good, though. 10K is still good. But I was like, fast. this is it. Okay, we've got to do it. Yeah. Um, so, that uh, you know, I was really proud of doing how that. How did you do it? Like, how, was it a real mental game? How did you do that? Yeah, it was a mental game. I The most I'd run prior to that was like, oh, maybe 10K. Yeah. And I got a really bad migraine. And I was like, fuck, I'm fucked. Um, and then I sort of talked to a few people and they're like, it's mental, you can get through it. And then I did it on the day and I just kept going. And I was like, nah, gotta do it. And and then I did it and were I felt then, better. Well done. Were there points where you were like, oh, God, I can't do oh, this? Oh, yeah, 100%. But and I just so- thought of how I'd feel at the end and how stoked I'd be and I could tick it off. Well done. And I, yeah, I look at that and be like, I would like to do one, but, but I'm like, you can though. I know it's we just, can do it anything. Seems- we actually can do anything, you know. And I've never been a natural long runner, but I just thought if I can prove myself, I think that's what this year's been about—about about challenging myself and getting out of my comfort zone. And it's that's that's when the fun begins, and that's when you learn stuff. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what I'm going to do next. Yeah. But it's good you to. Can, well, like you say, you can do you can do anything, and you've pro- you're proving that to yourself, aren't you? Mm, I think anyone can. I just I hope other people feel inspired yeah, and not and not stopped by boundaries because that's all in our head. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time we feel like, oh, I have to because this, this is the job I have to have and I have to yeah. live in this, this is the life I have to have. But you can you, create exactly what you want. Yeah. And I have, I believe I've manifested stuff, which sounds really corny. but No, nah, it's not. But I just, I don't know, when I, before I found the place I moved into because I wanted to live by myself, I wanted to create like this zen space at home where when I finish work, come home and I just... You know, I really enjoy being there. And um, I looked at a couple of different places and then I walked into the place I'm living now. And I was like, this is it. This is perfect. There was like greenery. I look out the windows and there's trees and like it just, I don't know, it just felt right. And mm. I was like, I created this because I knew how I wanted to feel when I got in the house. Yeah. Oh, good. And so you, mm. so how do you, how do you make that happen? Do you like visualize stuff? Do you write it down? Um, I, because I think it's more than just saying I want it. I think you have to connect with a feeling, connect with that feeling and then be like, okay. And so you sort of, I don't know, I've talked with my mum about this before. It's, it's, it's very well to say, I want this to happen. Why is this not happening? But if you really, yeah, if you feel how it's going to feel in that moment, then I reckon it puts it out there to the universe a little bit more. Yeah. Sounding real kooky. No, <laughs> Been away nah. for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, this is like night time for me. Yeah. <laughs> Need a nap. <laughs> this is when I start getting a little bit crazy. No, I don't think it's um I don't think it's corny at all. I think like um people who think you're yeah, manifesting is a weird thing, you can literally make things happen. Yeah. Like sometimes things might not flow as easily, maybe it's just not meant to happen, but no. when things are meant to happen, like you'll move and on. And I find here. it happens easier as well. Once you get on that track, you get in the flow, it's like this is magic. And then you're like, this is there's no resistance here. Just keep going. And then you will. You'll hit the bumps and stuff, mm-hmm. but that's where you're learning and that's where you... You can't you know. force stuff, I've learned as well. Oh, jeez. Oh, Sorry, that's my take. 
Don't bloody burn yourself. <laughs> I can't Don't. have nice things. This is why we can't have nice studio. I know. Like, oh no! You're like oh, my peppermint teas all over the buttons, guys. Yeah. We've got a studio. I need a safety proof zone. Yeah. No, I think what yeah what you're saying is right, and I think a lot of us have had to learn that, and some people maybe haven't, and that's okay. You sort of mm. get to a point where you're like, you want things to happen, mm. and they don't come very easily, or things don't work out, and you're like, oh, you can get really frustrated because you have this. I don't know for you. Mm. You seem you very. I've always thought you kind of went with the flow quite a bit though, which was good. I don't know. I've never, I've never been like this. Is what needs to happen here, mm. here, here. I feel like everything happens, and that's how it's meant to be. You know, it sounds really cheesy, but like I reckon everything is as it is. And yeah. You just and the more you accept it, the more you get in the flow. Yeah. So like, shit will happen, that and you're like, way. shit, this is not fair. And I reckon the more you put yourself in that position of not being a victim, but just going, why is this happening to me? Then more shit happens. Instead of looking at it like that, you go, what am I learning? From, what am I actually learning from this situation? Because you always do. You come out stronger. I reckon every time that either I've had a rut on air or things are just feeling really difficult, you get through it and you come out and you're like, thank God I went through that because mm. I learned shit. Yeah, t- mm. I totally. I think it's, uh, yeah, your mindset and the way you look at things and like, you know, yeah. going through tough times, you know, um, yeah, so much good can come out of it. And so I don't know, much good. Do you feel like sometimes, you know, you have these hard situations or whatever yeah. and then you like come out feeling so much stronger. So much, yes. And clearer and you're like, 100%, wow, I'm And it's hard to remember that in the moment and you're in that situation and it can feel like the world's coming in, but you just need to have that voice going, mm. you're going to be okay. You're learning stuff. How can you look at the situation differently instead yeah. of being like, why me? So, yeah, is, do you think it's like for you, it's always hard talking about this because like how, explaining how you do it. Do you think for you when like things happen or like mm. you're like, you just go, you just, it's the positive well, self talk in your mind, telling yeah, yourself it's going to be okay? There's nothing wrong with feeling, feeling all those feelings you do. Like mm. feel angry, feel sad, feel stressed, that's okay. But got to get to that point. For me, I just don't like feeling like that for long. So I'm like, okay, how can I feel better? Yeah. How can we get through this? What's going on? And whether I do go for a run or I'll I'll just do something for myself, which I do do a lot. Um, and people give me shit for it because I do, you know, I go to float tanks. I get cosmetic acupuncture. And you don't have to spend lots of money. These are things because I just, I love to experiment with all this stuff. So I'll do infrared saunas. I do because I find that it makes me feel better. And I don't think there's anything wrong with investing in your health. Yeah, a lot of people I'm think... I'm a big pioneer for that. Totally. And like people are like, oh, it's so expensive. Like, but if you can... Yeah, if it's a priority to you, you'll make it happen. Yeah. It's like some people might spend lots of money on going out and shopping Clothes or whatever. Or whatever. Like, exactly. It's just like whatever's important to you, you'll make it work. And I just need to be in a good headspace to come into work every morning. And I know that... You know, sometimes that's going to get a sauna yeah. or something like that. But it doesn't need to be money that you're spending. Yeah. Like that can just be at home, lighting a candle, going getting in your zone. Re- yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Get in touch with nature. I think people don't really understand as well that, you know, like you've been on the radio for a long time since, you know, basically you're studying. And yeah. we'll go, we'll talk about that a bit more in a bit. Yeah. But like, I don't think people realize how much energy it uses. They think that you're just there having fun, talking crap, which we, you're doing, mm. but it's actually a lot of energy. So then to use that energy, you kind of need to give it back to yourself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. I'm exhausted after <laughs> three hours on here. Like, you do put in your heart and soul to mm. the show. And, yeah, you've got to remember that. Like, you've got to look after yourself. Yeah. Um, and especially when you're poor. I think it's when you put yourself out there as well. Like, every day you're putting yourself out there to be judged. Yeah, well, it's your personality. You're showing your vulnerability. It's you. So it's, 
extra energy, I think, because, um, you know, you're leaving yourself to be critiqued, mm. which can be hard. How have you How have you learned to cope with that? I feel like a lot of people love you. Like mm. you're very likable, you're very relatable, people love you, Paige. But how have you managed over the years of dealing with any negative comments <laughs> or people that, you know, because it can, it can hurt. Oh, yeah. I used to take it to heart quite heavily. Um, not... I, like and it would just be you know you get all these comments and then there's just one there's just one that will throw you off and they'll be like I can't stand her and I'm like well why can't they stand me but you got to remember that <laughs> not everyone's gonna like you at the end of the day and mm. it's not a personal attack and I often think when people say nasty things that's them coming from a place you don't know what they're going through like why are they saying that I don't know but mm. it's not always an attack on you nah. so you can't and you don't know what their day's been like. And so I think it's easy to look at these comments and you just take it to heart. But really, it's no point, man. It's wasted energy. So like, just I just try, I try not, I, yeah, I try. It's, it's honestly wasted time. Mm. So it, I, it's easier said than done, though. I still every oh, now and then will get day. rattled. Yeah. yeah and they day. don't realize what they're saying. And, be nice people. <laughs> just be nice. I don't really it's understand. easier said than done. I, mean, I don't really understand why people. I mean, I know why they do it, but it's just like, why do you need to say well, things? Like, we like, always say nice. this on here, like if someone um, will send in a scathing text or something really nasty, and then you call them back, and then they're like, oh no, just having a joke, bro. Like half the time, I think they just feel powerful writing yeah, but it's that like, stuff dude, through a keyboard. You don't know. Like, imagine if someone was having a really crap day or falling really down. Yeah. Oh, and People I aren't responsible. For, they don't. They're, they're not um, being held accountable for yeah. their actions. You went to broadcasting school, then you started mm. a ZM basically straight after that. Yeah, I was baby. Yay! And do you think you like? Did you just naturally? I guess when you go straight from there to because I did as well. Yeah. Not to ZM, but another, another place. When you do that, you kind of just get into it and you're just used to it. Did you ever think like as you were doing it, oh, do I want to keep putting myself out there? Like, was it ever like a time when you're like, oh, I'm putting myself out there quite a bit? Or does Shit it feel yeah. natural to you? No, definitely not. Oh, I, at the beginning, I probably didn't put myself out there as much. It was kind of more music focused. And mm. then moving into the personality show, I was always like, what do I really need to share all this stuff? And then I sort of, as I went, as time sort of passed, I realised that that's the stuff that really connects with people, the more vulnerability you show. So, yeah, it is hard and you're like, oh, it's just wrong that everyone knows this stuff. But at the same time, that's where you start developing that connection with people listening, you know, mm. and that's where they get to see the true you. And I guess I, I don't, at the end of the day, I'm in charge of what I choose to share. So there is things that, you know. I'm not going to divulge, but I just always look at it and I go, well, is that relatable? Can someone relate to mm. it? Will that person, will that make that person feel better about themselves? Yeah. Just because they think they're the only person. Like I love being able to do that and just removing stigma around shit that people think is yeah. weird because at the end of the day, we're all weirdos. Yeah. Had you always wanted to do radio? Like going through school, did you know what you wanted to do? Mm, I wanted to be a weather girl. <laughs> and so I wanted good. to be on C4 TV. Oh my God, how cool was C4 though? <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. I always wanted to be just a music host. And then they got rid of it. It's like, okay, yeah. RIP, no worries. And then, so they didn't have a specific TV host course. And they were like, well, radio broadcasting is a really good degree. You can yeah. learn transferable skills. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. And then I tried out and I was like, I was thought I was the worst in my class. Everyone was really... 
articulate mm. and like yeah. out there and I was just, I felt. It's a full on place to it's go. It's full on. Like there's so still, many yeah. full on personalities. I hard as well. Um, and then by the time, because you do a few different things throughout the course, but by the time we got to go on air, um, that's when I was like, I love doing this. This is really fun. And you're real, like you're, you're incredible. You're so good at it. And did you ever... Did you at first be like, oh, like you didn't realise that you were good or? I used to write out everything. <laughs> so I'm like, when I was on here, I'd write down everything I was going to say on here because I didn't trust <laughs> what I was going to say because I can be really good and I can have no filter and I didn't want to offend anyone. Um, and so it took quite a while. It was not until I worked with Jace where I really got to be myself on here. Yeah. Well, you yeah. found your radio soulmate in Jace, didn't you? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, he's definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone, but I've learned so much. And you're safe with him as well. Like yeah, that's an important thing when you're doing that. You've got to establish that trust. And once you get that trust, anything can happen. And yeah. you get into this zone of magic, which I love. Yeah, so how did, how did that show all come about? Because you were doing, um, you are on days at mm-hmm. CDM, and then you were doing, like, bits, uh, you were doing Drive with Jay yeah. and Flinny as well. So I'd, I'd done nights, went to days, then did um, news at the same time for Drive, and then started they used filling to get in. you on quite a bit. Yeah, yeah started doing, like, um, the entertainment news for Jay and Flynn, and then a bit more here and there. And then um, they said, oh, look, we want to put you on Drive next year. Can you work out someone you want to do the show with? I was like, oh, I don't know. Mm. And then they, It's hard as well because there's not always that many people that are... Not, and you might have a great connection with someone off here, but it doesn't mm. translate on air. Yeah. Um, and our boss, Jim, at the time, she knew Jace. Um, and she was like, I reckon you guys... I reckon you could actually work together. Um, and I happened to be going to Australia at the time. And so we met up and did like a little mock show. And then from there... That's sort of what happened. Yeah. What was it like the first time you met him? Um, I think we had instant chemistry. We were definitely coming from different, like, pages. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got to be different, eh? was full on at that yeah. time, and I was pretty timid. <laughs> um, but then, and, like, we started the show, and we were still on different levels at that time. And I was very green, and he was pretty experienced. But we sort of had to keep catching up mm. to find that common ground and, like, that, that ground of trust. It's just a process, isn't it, you know? It is, and it's, again, like, you go through those difficult times, but you always come out and you learn so much and yeah. you come out so much stronger for it and more confident as well. Mm. And, yeah, obviously you guys did, like, super great radio in New Zealand. I mean, mm. you're humble, so you won't be like, oh, yeah. But, like, was that a, <laughs> was that a really fun time? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I look back on the first year, though, like, you <laughs> listen back and you're like, oh, my God, we were so rookie. Um, but then it grew but so every time, quickly, though. But that's the thing. It's really cool to see how it's sort of evolved over the last few years because I reckon we've sort of we've changed. And I feel like with Brecky, we didn't want to become just your typical Brecky show. We wanted to be able to have that kind of drive, escapism mm. feel in the morning. Um, and I think we've done that, but we've also have kind of broadened out to be a bit more yeah. sophisticated, which has been quite quite satisfying and challenging at the same yeah. time because you, you're targeting sort of a slightly older audience. And, and you don't want to be doing the same thing all the time because you were doing it every day. Obviously, it's different, different content and things, yeah. but it can become a bit same-same, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, it's 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 quite cool to just see that the show does evolve and you don't have to do the same thing over and over. You know, you grow and, like, with that, the show grows as well. And so then when the opportunity came to come to Australia to mm. do the show you're doing now in Melbourne, yeah, how did that, like, <laughs> make you feel at first when that came up? I mean, I imagine you've I was been, like, F off. You've been in ZM a long time. It was your, you were really comfortable and yeah. happy there. Um, I, I think, like, 
when I first started on radio, people were like, what do you want to do and where do you want to be? And I always wanted to be on BBC Radio 1 in the UK. <laughs> like I never really wanted to, I didn't really have an end game in NZ. So when the opportunity came up in Aussie, I was like, awesome. Um, terrifying. Love Melbourne. Yeah. Never done breakfast. Did you nearly say no? Um, initially we were like, well, I don't know if we're a breakfast show. And then we sort of thought about it and we're like, this could be a really good opportunity mm. to grow. You've just got Again, to go really challenging because you're going out of your comfort zone and, you know, we were starting to get quite a good rapport with people in New Zealand and, yeah, it was a, it was a comfy space. Mm. Um, but I'm so glad we took the opportunity. Yeah. You just got to, I think when these things come up. Fear, being scared is good. Yeah. That's what I've learned. If, you, if you're fearful of something and you're feeling really uncomfortable, it's often actually a good thing. What was it like when you first got here? Um, again, like I love the city, but it was really scary. Mm. Um, just being completely unknown, being a Kiwi. Yeah, have you um, found with the accent? Do they because they do pick they pick on us <laughs> for the day? They're like, oh, Kiwi accent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sheep. Um. Okay, there's actually there haven't been too many moments where you don't have a super. I mean, you've. Oh, I'm trying to sound kind of a bit more neutral. I remember like, when with I my heard ease. you say. Kiss, you say kiss now. Oh, no, 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 I don't. I can't bring myself to. I tried to, but it didn't work. But you don't have, do you have British parents or something? Mm -hmm. Because I was going to say. Yeah, British parents. Yeah, you don't have a, you do sound a little bit British, so. Coming up in the next, I say next instead of next. Next. (laughs) Although I still probably sound next. Unique still. <laughs> yeah, it's the eyes and eyes. Uh, no, I'm so proud of you. Um, oh, was it quite, yeah, like obviously the audience was different. Were they, was it different being a new person here? Like, because you were quite, you know, you'd kind of worked your way up in New Zealand and mm. then, you know, was that hard for you or not really? Um, in terms of on air, was that hard? I found it kind of exciting being able to start from scratch. Mm. Sort of being able to reinvent yourself a little bit yeah. in a weird way. Like not being a different person but it's just like okay well here's an opportunity to make another first impression with people and and especially as you grow as well you're in a different life stage maybe when you started the show or when you started on ZD you were a lot younger you know yeah exactly so I I really enjoyed that challenge Um, again daunting and especially like when you do phone topics um, and back in New Zealand you'd know that you'd get that response Mm. because you knew the audience so well it's just kind of starting again it's like starting another whole relationship How have you found, because I know you always say that you're awkward and, you know, you're a little, you're quirky, you're, you've got a great personality. <laughs> yeah. How have you, because you really have owned that and you just, you're yourself, which I think is really cool. At first, were you sort of scared of doing that or? Over here? Or both. Oh. Like, was it a scary thing? Like, because, you know, you said when you first started, you used to script everything and you, wouldn't, oh. you didn't trust yourself to when say When I was on right days thing. or when I was doing weekends <laughs> on ZM, I would just try and sound cool. Like that was it. And if I stuffed up words, I'd pre-record my breaks and I'd it'd just be so contrived. Yeah. Um, so that's why I find it really liberating. When I started working with Jace, those moments that I'd try and overcorrect in the past, he was like, no, embrace it. Mm. And so then I was like, oh, my God, no, but what if, what, what, what if people think I'm stupid, you know? And then I got to that point where I was like, well, if they think you're stupid, then screw them. That's, that's who you are. Like you're never going to reach your full potential if you're trying to be someone else. Yeah, and then once once you sort of owned that and came into your own, yeah, not then, that, I don't think you're. I mean, you, yeah, you're not. You're fine. Like you're great. You and you don't want to be like. But it can be scary because the people before me that I'd sort of heard on ZDM, yeah, I'd always thought of them as were perfect, cool, like get your hottest gigs. But radio is not really like that anymore. We don't no. put on fake voices anymore. Nah. Yeah, it's like not really. It's and I just think there's only so much for. 
I don't know. People can see through artificial stuff and people resonate so much more when you're authentic. Do you think when, I mean, you've always been authentic, but do you think when you more owned it and just like didn't need to be super, like feel like you had to be it's a certain way? It's almost like, Jason and I were talking about this the other day, it's almost like therapy doing this job because you're coming out on here talking about your problems. Yeah. And you, you're airing all your dirty laundry and it's like you're just getting this stuff off your chest all the time. Yeah. Have you found, um, like, I mean, in radio, people don't always know, but there can be a lot of politics and mm. egos. How have you dealt with that at times? Have you found it hard, especially being a female? I, mm. I mean, it depends on who the people are, if, they, if the managers really love you, if you're their favourite. How have you found that? With bosses in particular or just... Or just- bosses and, like... I guess in like management and how the politics at work, but then also mm. egos around you. There's big personalities, you know. Yeah, there is big personalities. Um, in terms of our team, we're lucky that we've got to craft like just our dream team and everyone who's on there, we love to bits. We were talking about it this morning. Um, and I just think having a team around you that you respect, communicate with, you can give shit, and you're all on that same wavelength is so important. Mm. Um, and in terms of actually coming here, the, the bosses have been really supportive of yeah. us just doing our own thing. Like from the get go, we were like, we do not want to change. Mm. We don't want to become just another show that's sort of pushed into a yeah a corner to do what everyone else is doing. And um, they've they've been really respectful yeah. of that. But I have been in situations in the past where you know you just oh, you're doing stuff that you don't love, and I, it, it's a really cool feeling to be able to do something that mm. you're really proud of. Did you ever feel that you know, like maybe people didn't? Like you just were stuck or like, you know, people didn't want you to do certain things. Like it's hard, especially during days. Yeah. You can often feel quite pigeonholed and that they're not really. Yes. I don't want this to sound like I'm talking about myself because that's not how I feel. No, but like but, at times it can be really But you're hard. doing that by yourself as well and you can't see people's reactions. No, but like, I just mean in terms of like the overall picture of like, where is my career going to go? Like, yeah. like, am I ever going to get to other things? Or did you just sort of go with the flow of it? I think I went with the flow. I really... I know that's really annoying. <laughs> it's an annoying thing to say, but I've never really stressed too much about the end game. Mm. Um, well, did you ever get frustrated at all about yeah, where you're at? Sure I would have. Like there would have been times in the night show and the days I'd be like, what's happening, you know? Um, but I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what the answer to that is. Mm. But I definitely have probably been quite, I've never, yeah, I've never stressed about the end game. Yeah. Which I think is quite important. Hmm. And the opportunities have come. Opportunities come up. Put it out there. What do you want to do? Like at the yeah. end of the day, if you want something to happen, you need to verbalize it. I remember when I was at B school, um, finishing up, got an internship, and I just said from the get go, I want to be on here. And I think a lot of people were too scared to say that. Mm. Sometimes actually, just it's as simple as actually putting it out there. Going, I want to do this. Yeah. Um, that can help. Have you learned over the years, like looking after yourself is obviously it's super important. We know that, but have you learned to look after yourself a lot better and you're like sort of a lot more consistent with your self-care practices? I feel like as we grow up, we do, as you grow up, party less and all that shit, even though it's fun, you know, but yeah, you just start feeling the effects on your body and you're like, oh, (laughs) too old for this, too old for this, like starting to see some wrinkles. (laughs) Maybe I should take care of you. Yeah. You're with me for life. Nah, yeah, I definitely think you do. Um, and I don't think there's any one way for everyone as well. Like that's everyone's different. Everyone has different needs. Mm. If you love doing yoga, if you love going for a walk, sweet. If you freaking do high intensity five times a week, that doesn't mean that you're fitter than any anyone else. It just says, you know, pe- people just respond to different stuff. Yeah. 
Have you ever found it um, being on air and like sharing stuff? Mm. Some people don't like it. Have you ever found? I mean, I, I guess you've you've had great boyfriends, and your boyfriend now like sounds amazing. Yeah. Have you ever had guys like be like, oh, you share too much? I don't, you know, like I don't oh, see this yeah. happening because they do that. They, they, they don't understand. Anxiety when I was single. I was like, no one is ever going to want to be with me. Because if anything happens, like, get it on the air. Get yeah. it on the air. You can't tell. Like, you so just can't I, tell Jace. Like. I had to be kind of smart about what stuff yeah. I started uh, <laughs> talking about because otherwise I was going to be single forever. Uh-huh. Um, but now the guy I go out with now, I, I, I think you've just got to remember at the end of the day it is entertainment. And if it's meant to be, I don't want to accept it. Yeah. And I've learned how to sort of not jeopardize relationships. Yeah. Now, I think. I think when you're younger, you think, oh, it's for the show, it's content. And yeah. then as you get older, you're like, this and is my life. Like, yeah. I want to actually have some cool things going on and, and not, not everyone scare has boys to know. off, you know? Like, yeah. Because I didn't get risky about it. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely had some moments <laughs> where, um, yeah, I think I scared a few people Did away. Yeah. Don't worry, mate. It's all oh, good. that girl who talks about everything. Oh, yeah, cool. Oh, so. don't worry. Hayden, they're not obviously then they're, they're not they're not worthy, mate. It's too good for them, mate. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but like, you know, just not meant to be. No, just not meant to be, exactly. Has that um how's things with your new guy though? Yeah. Well, he's not re- new anymore. Well, I know. It's, it's been silly. going a yeah. while. Um, really, really good. And I was not looking for that. <laughs> You're like literally moving countries. I was literally moving countries. I had a few more days in New Zealand. I um was at a New Year's celebration with some friends. We met hit it off, and then we just talked every day since then. And, yeah, yeah it was really trippy, actually. How do you find long distance? How do you make that work? Because I think a lot of people are like, how does long distance work? I mean, it's either going oh, to or it's not. Well, exactly. Like, when I was in January, I was like, well, I can never do long distance. That's way too hard. Um, and then we just really got along, and so we thought, let's give it a go. And I reckon the fact that he's sort of a no BS kind of guy, he's down to earth, he's just... I don't know. He's just solid. Like he's just grounded. Those are the best guys, eh? Yeah, real chill, calm, grounded. So chilled. Um, And yeah, I just feel real calm when I'm around him. So we were like, let's make it work. See each other at least once a month. Yeah, Facetime like three times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like it's me, hey, 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 remember me? Don't give me. (laughs) I know you're with the sheep right now, but give me me some attention. (laughs) No, it's me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. so that, I mean, that has definitely been challenging at times this year. Yeah. But. Um, when it's, it's important, you make it work, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it just feels right. Yeah. What have been some moments that you think you've, or is there some moment that stands out that you've learned from the most in, sounds mm. real deep, but in life Ooh. or in like your career? <sighs> yep. I think, and I'd never really talked about it until this year. Um, I reckon the moment my dad got prostate cancer when I was about 14 or 15, sort of just. My mum, and this is where I sort of got my, um, what do you call it, my knack for health and alternative and all that kind of stuff. Um, Because my mum, who's a conventional doctor, she just started researching everything and anything. And it just opened my mind up to the world and the universe. And, you know, like life isn't as black and white as we see it. And it can be so easy to, I don't know, see a bad situation and go, fuck there are always so many different ways of looking at it. And my mum's just so inspiring. Your parents and your family seem so cool. Yeah. um, They've tried everything and anything. And I just think that, I don't know, it just gave me an appreciation for, yeah, wellness and and all that kind of jazz. But balance as well. Like, I'm not a wellness freak, I think. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Life's for good times. Partying, but also looking after yourself. Do you think it taught you, like, with your dad being sick, that, Mm. you know, like, what's important and not to stress over small things? I still stress over small things. Oh, we all do, like, yeah. But it, it definitely put things in perspective. And also... 
compassion for other people going through shite as well, you know, like that's happened to me, but so many people have been through so much stuff. And I think it's that sort of realisation that we go through tough times, but mm. that's what kind of helps. And I think it was really cool and well done on being open about mm. like with that this year. And you talked about how you felt like it was your fault, like when your dad went through that stuff. Well, yeah, I had, I'd, yeah, I have been OCD like quite a lot throughout my life. And I always thought that I could prevent things happening from my family like Mm. that was always that was sort of what it stemmed from I was like oh no I don't want anything bad to happen so then when that happened as you can imagine like it just I flared up I flared up Mm. and so I started probably doing things way more doing all these little rituals um but obviously that was just but it's part of you and I think um you do you're great and like it's okay if you do little things and well that's the thing like a lot of people have been like do you want to cure your OCD do you want to get rid of it and I have I've gone to see people about it Mm. but at the end of the day it's kind of I also kind of embrace it it's kind of my quirk it makes you you yeah it's fine just because I care about my family, I'm just, you know. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. Cole. Like, it's such a sweet thing. And, like, yeah. yeah, you were just a little girl worried about her dad. No, no, I thought I was magic. That. That's where it started. You are I magic, though. I think I was Girlfriend, magic. It's my magic. little magic spell. How do you, do you still find, does it affect you at all much anymore? Or do you? Yeah, I, definitely. You, it's definitely, like, and this morning I was probably about five minutes late because I was touching the door handle, like, ten times. And there's times like that I'm like, okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, mate. You need to go. meditate. You need to yeah. just sit down and chill. There's little things you know to do when it's sort of you notice that you're doing it a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Like I definitely when I'm more tired and mm-hmm. when I'm more stressed, it comes up a bit. But yeah. everyone's got that, whether it's depression or anxiety. Anxiety. Like, it's so, yeah, it's just, a th- it's just what it is. Like, yeah, good on you for owning mm. it. What would you tell your younger self? What would you tell young little Polly? Oh, what would I tell? Even like whether she be teenage or early 20s, what would you tell her? Not, you know, what Oh would- my God, back yourself more. Like I used to just, and I still, even still now, I still need to tell myself, you're okay, like you're doing all right. But, you know, it's that voice in your head. Don't let it overrun you. Um, and things will work out. Mm. Don't that- stress, don't sweat the small stuff. Would that be your biggest advice to other people as well? Um, if people want to like love yourself, I know it's real stupid, but um, give yourself love, give yourself time. And I always think it's really interesting that we are so quick to be so nasty to ourselves. We'd say stuff to ourselves that we'd never say to anyone else. Mm. Um, so be mindful of that voice in your head um, and surround yourself with good people. Don't waste it on people that make you feel shite. Life's short when you think Life's about it. Like Life's short. The years so, go so fast. And you and really, you do, f- you, your energy reflects your surroundings. Um, don't get caught up in toxic stuff. If you're surrounded by toxicity, get out of it or sort it out and don't be scared to speak up, which I'm still learning as well. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can be a bit, like, I've definitely been a pushover in times, but I think I'm slowly starting to get better at that. Yeah. That's all good. And um, what are some other things that you want to achieve? Like what? Are, like you're doing, you're like top of your game now. You're nailing it. But but what? Like is there things? There are dreams you have, or other things you want to do, or like I want to run a retreat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna come. Yeah. Um, I I I want to help people in some form because sometimes I'm hard on myself and I'm like, dude, you need to like do something good for the world. But you are though. But Started getting messages lately with people who have said, look, listening to your show actually makes me feel way better. And so when people say that, I'm like, okay, okay, mm. you're doing okay for now. Like you are you are actually helping in some way. But I don't know, I want to do something to make people feel good. And I, I'm not, I haven't worked it out yet. 
Yeah. Whether it's a book or a retreat or something. I need to do something, Happy. Yeah. I've got this like urge inside of me. Start doing it. I think the bit, just don't over, I mean, obviously you're really busy with what you're doing right now, but. Well, this year I was like, okay, solely focus on radio. This is your focus, yeah. And I probably will for a bit, but, but whether it's writing, like I do get great satisfaction from writing, but you're then I don't. You're a good writer. But then I don't, <laughs> I don't back myself. Yeah. So again. And there's no reason why you can't do it while you're doing this, even though this is like a really full-on job that no, you're No, but I now. do have time in the afternoons, and yeah. it would actually be really therapeutic and good for me if I write do in it. the afternoon. Just don't overthink it. Just start, yeah. honestly. So you can brainstorm, and you don't overanalyze. Just like mm. what I do is I'll like feel passionate about something and I want to write about it, and rather than like think about what it's going to look like, I just get it all down and mm. I just like, it might be messy and all over the show, but just start getting it out and then you can structure it and go from there, but just get it out. And you don't have to like publish it for ages. You don't have to publish it. Just get it out. Yeah. But I mean, you, you know, you do have a lot of people that love you, Paige, and <laughs> you've got a big following. So, well, I want to, oh yeah, I want to spread a good word. I'm just not spread quite sure word. what the word is yet. I just need all, to work it out. All in good time. All in good time. How did you find like with the, the? because I remember talking to you about social media once. Do yeah. you, it, obviously for you it was really cool. It, you said that it grew as your show was growing. Yeah. Um, do, what do you mean in terms of like you know like just more people following you and interacting with you? Yeah, I think as we moved to Melbourne, obviously there's more people but yeah. even in New Zealand, you 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 know you had a you had quite a big following. Um, and again, I reckon it comes down to being authentic. That's when people start connecting with you. You know, like when you're when you're sharing stuff that people can resonate with. That's when. Did you ever tr- tr- did you ever try to like I want people to follow me or did you did you ever try and be like oh I need to do this I need to be a certain way Oh I definitely like. <laughs> I have moments where I look back and I'm like, oh, you're very vain. Like, and and you're only showing the best aspects of your life right now. You need to just portray a bit more because that's what it is, right? It's pretty much a pinboard of the best parts of people's lives, mm. which is damaging. Um, I don't think it means you need to get off it, but you just need to be aware of it. Yeah. I think Instagram just needs more realness. So, yeah. Mm, which is what to- I try and do in my stories. And I'm yeah. trying to mix up. But like... <laughs> <laughs> I posted a picture of my dinner last night. Didn't get that many likes. So that's the thing. How did, Isn't it bad? It's so bad. It's like, but if I post a, a, sell, know, a selfie ridiculous? or a cool outfit, then it's going to get yeah, more. Like, I'll find it ridiculous how, yeah, you'll post a selfie and it gets a certain number of likes. But then if you yeah, post a beautiful something that's photo, actually really meaningful. Like, it's like, we're such a shallow society. <laughs> Why didn't you like my rose that was on my deck? I thought it was really oh, pretty. I loved your rose. Good on you for growing those. <laughs> yeah. Did you find yourself you used to get caught up in that number game yeah. or not? Yeah. How do you how did you deal with that? Uh, my boyfriend's been very helpful because he's very grounded and he's um Does he not have the gram? No, he does not have the gram, which is great. And he goes, Get off that thing. What are you doing? Like and but it just puts it in perspective because I think you can get caught up in this world thinking that it's the be all and end all. <laughs> and it's really not. It yeah, does, who cares? does it doesn't even People look at it for real. a couple of seconds, maybe tap it or they don't they and use then it's, it. But I heard a thing the other day, it's like um social media it's it is an addiction, right? It's uh-huh. it's like it's like alcohol. It's like gambling and stuff. And we've got young kids getting on there, and it because you get this dopamine. Or, mm. Is that what it is? Yeah, dopamine do, released yeah. into the brain, and so you get a like. It's like a hit of adrenaline. It's like a hit of mm. um, what do you call it? Confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but it, and it actually needs to be managed. Like yeah. it is actually dangerous. Mm. So I think just being aware of that. Yeah, it's been think, important for me. Yeah, especially moving over here. If I just completely take in everything that my phone's telling me and I rely my happiness on that, then 
it's not a good base. No. Do I found like turning notifications off can really yes, help too. I did that. How I did that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But then I'm like, oh, someone DM me. No, but it is good. Like little things like that. Or even taking it off your main front page. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Just I do that with Facebook. Deleting, I deleted Facebook, on the, not like the account, but just the app. And it's like, I don't have to mindlessly, I don't really like yeah, Facebook anymore. Yeah, but you do. But that's it. You're scroll. actually just, you're not even being like, you don't even know what happens. Like, oh, half an hour will pass. And I'm like, what did I just do? What a waste. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh, my God. That's okay. You're like the best. Anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you, what do you, is there anything else know. you want to talk about? I feel like I, I want to be more, off. I want to be more inspirational. No, I think you've said some really inspirational things. Oh, yeah. Um, if people Maybe if people were in a place where they feel stuck and they yeah. can't achieve shit and they're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do what I want to do or they don't know what they want to do. Don't be driven by money. Be driven by your passion as well. Mm. Like find out what gets you going, find out what sets your soul on fire and and do it. Like mm. there's no reason you can't do what you love. Mm. Whatever it is, just follow it. And Whatever th- it is. Yeah. And even if it seems like it's impossible, yeah, shoot for the stars. Yeah. That was inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, got you, it in. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, yeah, you're doing great. How are your plants, by the way, random is um, just oh, random look, conversation. Oh, they're a bit hit and miss. You're keeping them alive? How, oh, the basil's been... But damaged. Um, Have you got a fiddle leaf fig? Because I don't know. Like, can you be trusted with a fiddle leaf fig? What's a fiddle leaf fig? Ah, fiddle leaf fig. They're like these big. Oh, you'd love it. Oh my god, no! I've got a tomato. I've got. Oh, I mean, um, inside plants. Do you have inside oh, plants? No, oh no, I've got lavender inside. Um, which I did post on my Instagram. Yeah, probably need better content on there. Nah, uh, it's all good. <laughs> but any because you had peace lilies and shit die. Yeah, I had that. They're diet. so easy to keep alive though. Babe. Yeah, I know. It's because I once went to the beach and I was like, I'm going to treat my plant to a bit of um, sunshine on the deck. Didn't realize that direct Melbourne sun as well. Sunlight. Oh, she's harsh. Exactly. Came back. Days will get you. She was bloody. <laughs> Frazzled, and um, but I brought it back from the dead. I was pretty stoked. On yeah, that. look at what I've become. I really want a pet, but I can't have a pet yet because I travel too much. Yeah, now um, plants are my. That's all I have too. I don't such have children thing as or, plant cluckiness. I've got I've got plant babies. They eh? like I love them. Like <laughs> I, I like water them all. Like just it's like, just satisfying watching them grow. And they're so low maintenance. Like yeah. just give them a bit of water, they're all good to go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Do you want to have babies in a family? I actually, I never thought I did, but I, I don't know. My biology clock is. Oh, that's so, how do you know? No, no, no. But what I mean is, like, there's something that's just kicked in in my body the last couple of years when I'm around babies. Yeah, have a baby. Um, Although breast, radio, and baby. I know. I know. Mate, <laughs> See you later, life. Um, no, I. Yeah, I definitely do. I do. I don't know when and I don't know how many, but I, I want like, to have little babies. Yes, do it. I think like you're yeah, you're very much a person that's gone with the flow of things, so like it'll just happen when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go with the flow. Do you how do don't you put fi- pressure on yourself? That's another thing, I yeah. think. Like, especially as a woman. Um, oh my god, I'm at this age. I should have done this. Oh, so how old are you be, now? Uh, twenty eight. Yeah, it's around. Twenty eight. It's around this time. You're like, yeah. Whoa. I'm I'm thirty the start of next year, and I had like I've been pretty good. I had a freak out when I was twenty seven, but mm. then like a little while ago, I had like a freaked out about turning thirty. And it's like it's only pressure. Like it doesn't it is. matter. It's only because of how society out, is dictating. You're like it. you don't have children, or but it doesn't matter. Like you look at look at society now. That doesn't matter. No, we're all, Although we still... None of us own houses or have children. We want the Avon toast, mate. Yeah. That's where it's at. Where's my... Oh, how good's the food in Melbourne? Oh, eh? it's pretty good. It's it's very good, actually. It's yeah. dangerously good. Yeah. Um, But I've also started getting really into cooking, which is another form of... Yeah. Um, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just find it really therapeutic cooking you're in quite, my kitchen. Um, you're quite uh, good at 
like what I mean, yeah, you eat pretty well. Mm, I see. I've been through the um, weekday vegetarian, but uh, do you know, and I know, I know there's a lot of benefits to being vegan and I respect that, but sometimes I just do yeah. crave, I, I crave it, a bit of meat. I, I crave, call it intuitive eating. Yes, exactly. Because I kind of, I mostly eat plant-based, but if I want to eat some meat, I, I yeah. listen to my body. Don't be, don't be hard on yourself. Nah. And there's too many rules, eh? Then you're like, yeah. oh, I can't have a chicken nuggy when I'm drunk, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. if I'm a vegan, I can't be going to do that. <laughs> exactly. Although there are some probably pretty good vegan nuggies out there now. Oh, I think there are now. Yeah, yeah there's some pretty good foods. Any Hey, thank you so much, Peach. <laughs> you're welcome. Maybe you could like. Well done on this podcast. I oh, love thanks. It. Awesome. I don't know. It was just sort of a. I started writing and then it just all kind of happened from there. So mm. just don't. I just think, don't. As a person who's overthought a lot, just don't overthink. Just go with it. No, once you get out, in that flow, it's magic. It's the thing. Like, if you've got these ideas, I feel like you're going down a river. Yeah, don't don't think about what it's going to be or no. Don't think about the overall nah, end game. I've always it's, been. I've always been yeah. very goal driven nah. and like you know. That's oh. where you get stuck. Yeah, and you think about it too much, and then you don't enjoy the moment. Live yeah. in the moment. You gotta live in the moment. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks so much, Paige. Love right. you. Love <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. A special thanks to Nick Baldwin, our audio engineer. Please subscribe for more episodes. We have some super empowering girl bosses coming up. To find out more about the Self Love Club for resources and blog posts, check out my website, bellcrawford.com, and you can follow me at bellcrawford on Instagram and Facebook. Catch you soon, babes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.